after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, where integral members of the WWE, Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Christy St. Cloud started their careers. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the first online pro wrestling show dedicated to all things women's pro wrestling, showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz's own gorgeous hosts of wrestling. Bonjour, WPW Warriors. You are watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the number one weekly show that's all about women's pro wrestling on the planet. Yes. On, the, on the globe. On, on the planet. There's a really great one on Saturn. You may have heard of it. <laughs> Today we have an amazing show. We're going to be doing WPW uh, Star of the Week, uh, wrestling news, all that good stuff. And we have a very special guest. My name is TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. And we also have, she's a bad mamma jamma, Sarah mm-hmm. the Rebel. It is I. <laughs> and America's chocolate sweetheart, yeah, the yeah, one, yeah. the only, Evan T. Mac. Yo, yo, what up, TK? What's going on, girl? What's up? What's up? Oh, so, like, we don't get the button-down shirt with the boys? <laughs> no, we got a button-down shirt. Yeah. There's just I mean, I was trying to listen out listen. So covering it. Yeah, yeah, way. cover it up a little bit, man. It's hot out there, girl. But I need something that was breathable, you know what I'm saying? I bought the breathable material. You know, on. it's breathable when you have it to the fourth but <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what I was thinking. Like, what do you mean by breathable? Your logic is full of holes. I don't need really. Hey, 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 hey. I can't wait until next season when we get <laughs> when we get more in studio guests. With, with like, I wonder if every like depending on the yeah. the, the hotness of the in studio guests it will like to tick, dictate how, how much chess. Yeah, how much. Yeah, chess pay, we'll if it's somebody, if it's like Paige, I'll come here like butt naked though. If it's like Paige, so will she. <laughs> yeah, don't get my don't get my hopes up, brother. Well, um, we we are in talks. <laughs> yo, TK be putting it down, yo, man. Let's shout out to ZK, man. She be getting all kinds of interviews, I mean, man. I mean, she be getting all kinds of women I up mean, in I here. I mean, it's the Canadian, Canadian way. Anyhow, uh, we have an amazing guest. We have Kara Hogan, who's going to be joining us later, a little bit later on. Uh, but let's get into all of that good news. Yeah. Things going on, you know what I mean, ladies. Got a few things that's out in the ether, you know, out in the air. But uh, <laughs> um, my girl, um, AJ Mendez, opens up about her like um, like her, her mental health issues. She's kind of bringing awareness to uh, something that's kind of like it's it's newer in the like mainstream. Like people, like celebrities, athletes are actually speaking out about mental health mm-hmm. and and what it what it means and how it affects them in day to day life. To just try to bring like trying to erase the stigma of what it actually means to have like mental health issues. She's out of the bipolar two disorder. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just opened up about it and just saying for every person living with bipolar disorder, no two experiences are the same. Some experience a depressive cycle once every few years, some a handful of times each year. Each cycle itself varies in length from days to months. She, she has her, her on and off days. Mm-hmm. So I just think it was cool to point out, like, you know, AJ back in the spotlight. Not, not from a wrestling standpoint, but just mm-hmm. showing what she's going through and then showing showing that human side of a, of a celebrity. I mean, I can't wait for her to... I. I from what I've heard, she's kind of distancing, distancing herself from kind of the wrestling mm-hmm. interviews. But I can't wait for her to either write something about that whole experience yeah. and also being left out 
like we've talked about this on multiple times, different occasions, stuff like that. But it's just one of those things where even her, even though her departure wasn't the greatest, you can't erase somebody from history. Oh no, oh, WWE so, show trying. Well, you know, I mean, that's, well, how much do you, how much do y'all think that is like he who will not be named, you, or you just think it's just an AJ thing? How much do you think that's about Punk? Like that, just literally leaving her off some of the greatest moments, you know, different things. Like literally, like being a part of that huge women's revolution mm-hmm. before anyone started. Right. Well, how much do you think it's a part of him? I I think it has something to do with him. I think combined, they did something that you didn't do, especially at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we can say those of us who are very informed and who are kind of older, we can say, oh, we see what you're doing, WWE. But the younger people yeah. watching this, watching this programming, they're not going to have any idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they we, they have effectively erased people from their history, mm-hmm. and it's kind of frightening in a way. Well, I mean. The- they don't call slavery slavery anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's there's all yeah, there's all that. Like you can mm. literally, it, they don't discuss stuff like that. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. Then that's why it's up to. That's why I can't wait for her to talk about it. Or maybe she wants to be erased and doesn't want to be affiliated with WWE. So that could be something too. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's interesting though. Like some of the people that they're trying to erase, I know reasons why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like murders and things like right. that. So I and I get it. And they, they even know they made an impact in the industry. They're like, okay, let's not. I didn't want our, our youth to know about that, but AJ retired on the top of her game. Yeah. And she didn't, she crossed her T's out of her eyes. She right. was a great ambassador to the company. Doesn't doesn't say bad things about the company. So, like, I just, for her to get a race, though, you know what I mean? We were talking about China a few weeks ago. Right. And that that always is going to rub me the wrong way right. for those people that really impacted the, 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 the sport, especially women. We're talking about, we're talking about China and AJ, though, you know what I mean? Right. They, they've brought a lot to the table as far as, like, bringing diff- a different type of woman. AJ brought a different type of girl. Yeah. Cool, nerdy, like, chick, you know what I mean, who's very athletic and still a woman, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it just, I think that's, uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way. I mean, the thing with the thing with history is that even though you have to include the good with the bad, so of course yeah. there's gonna, it, just because that person did a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and they so happened to work with the company, if the company didn't necessarily, like, once that happened, they fired them or whatever, then you can still include that person in the history, because mm-hmm. you know, it's just the same thing with um, uh, Mula. Like, yeah, she shouldn't have been named, that, that shouldn't have been named after no. her, but they still include her into, in the history. Yeah. So it's like, That's you true. can't, everybody has their skeletons. Some, some of the skeletons are super big, like they yeah. do some crazy-ish, and some of them are small, but that small could have been like, you know, you like dressing up as a bear. Like, you know, it's stuff like that. That's fair. <laughs> Timing. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony Tone. <laughs> All right, love. Tessa Blanchard signs a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Um, she made a wrestling debut earlier this year, Redemption, when she was the commentary for a matchup between Tia Valkyrie and Kira Hogan. Um, since then, uh, Blanchard has gone on to feud with Kira Hogan. Madison Rain recently Blanchard captured the Phoenix Rise Championship in Rise Impact Wrestling 9. Rise of knocks, Knockout Events. Um, I think it's cool when anybody gets... Um, Listen, somebody gets signs a new contract, signs a new deal. She seems comfortable where she's at right now. It's really interesting, all the good stuff that's happening to her. She came in as the very first champion for PCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't see her leaving for a while. Mm. The shine thing happened because Delilah had an uh, injury and wow. you know couldn't defend it. And I think Shotzi also ended up being injured as yep. well. And so te- that's why Tessa was able to go in and do that. And now with Impact, she was actually, this is some insider information, was just about to sign a contract with another 
place that I can't name, but it wasn't WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so getting this impact deal seems like everyone's reaching out to her right now. Mm-hmm. Well, if she gets, uh, I think she's in position for the belt, possibly the way it's lining up. I think Madison Rain's going to be doing the, the kind of it. And then I think she's, I think she's in line to get the belt this year. I think so. Um, she's been doing really well when she started out on impact. Mm-hmm. Like her character is crazy. You love to hate her. Yes. And it, it would be who of impact to sign her for a long term because she's just that good. Yep, I mean, if she, if, if they kind of let her go, guaranteed within about a year to a two years, WWE would pick her up. Like, I know she's she was in the Mayan Classic, I believe. And, um, was asked to leave after that. Mm. Was asked to, asked to leave due to attitude problems. Mm. But she's young, may have learned from that. And I think Ooh, you're right. I think WWE, sip the, tea, right? sip the tea, yeah. She apparently was talking some smack, and WWE asked her to leave the Performance Center. Wow. But WWE does tend to forgive impulsive youth actions. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. Uh, so Especially I, somebody who's who's so ingrained into wrestling. Right. I think she's going to make it huge, and they're going to have to reach back out yeah. to her. Yeah, well, after that contract. Nice timing. Um, Ronda Rousey confirmed for WWE 2K19. I, I guess people were thinking that was going to happen. Um, the commercial was dope, though. The, the, the commercial was dope, man. I heard Piper. I was like, hold on, man. They really listen. They putting Ronda Rousey over, brother. The They've fun- been putting her over. I mean, like, over, like, over, over. The funniest comment I read was, I'm so glad Ronda Rousey is going to be DLC so I can learn what moves she does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I forget, no, so, no, somebody had another one. Listen, it was fire. I hate, I hate throw. I hate slow and shade. But someone was like, <laughs> were they be rehearsing these matches as well inside the, the WWE 2K19? Oh, I'm like, dear Lord. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all in good fun. But it's yeah. really exciting to see her treated like such a big deal as a, as a woman wrestler yeah. in a video game. I don't know. Would you want to start on top or would you want to work from the bottom and work it from the top? Like, obviously, she started on the bottom for UFC and mixed martial arts and jiu-jitsu, all that stuff. And she worked her way to the top. Mm-hmm. But she's been given everything, which I, I understand on the marketing side. But it just feels like I would prefer to start at the bottom. Like, if you offered me this, obviously I'll take the money, but I'd rather start at the NXT and build it up where, like, you legitimately see the process. I think part of the problem with the NXT thing is, from what I've been able to see, the deals that they offer are different for mm-hmm. NXT, and so that's why we don't really see some mm-hmm. things that would make more sense mm-hmm. because they have more of a salary cap in NXT. So that's probably why they didn't do that. But the, she could have still started at the bottom yeah. Oh, yeah. on Raw or SmackDown. But Drew McIntyre, when he came back, he started NXT, his deal. He has said um, when he was on Xbox, his deal was a little bit different. Mm. So, I mean, so I <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just kind of my only thing. Like, again, um, when I first saw her on um, WrestleMania, it's like I, I didn't know where she was going to start. Right. I definitely appreciate and can respect because I forgot. You kind of almost forget all the things that she did to get to the point where she was before this. So I respect that. However, I, the starting on top thing and then the two, it just... From a wrestling fan perspective, it bothers me simply mm-hmm. because it limits the stories you can tell yep. with her. They're having to dance around her. That's what, Putting her on suspension saves everybody a headache. And she can promote Mile 22. Right. So it's mm-hmm. just like, how often are you going to dance around this before they put the belt on her and then they can never take the belt off of her for a very long yeah, time? Yeah, that's, that's the thing, though. When, like, when, she, when she gets the belt, like, when is she going to lose? 
that's that's the one issue because that's why the grind makes more sense, right. especially in WWE. Because I'm like, once she gets the belt, now you're gonna have to build up a person that can take it from her, and then that then that diminishes. And that's part of what they ruined with Bailey. You know, they had her come oh, up yeah. and gave it to her right away. If you have a baby face, what do we love cheering for when Rockies get beat up and he stands back absolutely. up for the fifth time? That's what we cheer for. Oh, absolutely. They should have they should have drew that up for a while, and then all of a sudden they're like, "What's going on with Bailey?" I'm like, "Well, y'all backburnered her now. Mm-hmm. Like she's in the back." Right. But I also understand Ronda Rousey. You want to get her while she's still potentially. Hot, you know, I I can get it. So it's it seems like they were just in a complicated. Yeah, they, they are because they're getting so much press. Yeah. yeah, how can you turn that down? Right. Moving on, a Ring of Honor to investigate Taylor Hendricks' sexual harassment claims. So uh, Taylor Hendricks, um, she uh, allegations against Jay Lethal. She claims he made sexual advances towards her upon her refusal. Uh, her Ring of Honor um, contract was sabotaged. She feels like after she did not, she refuses advances. Advances, she was like let go from Ring of Honor. Well, she didn't. She said she didn't just feel like it. She said someone like contacted mm. her and told her that was why. Mm. Um, which is, I mean, how do you even get around to that rumor? Yeah. If it's just a rumor, mm-hmm. how does how does that come about? You know. Yeah. So my my thing about it is like is this, these are very dangerous times, man, mm-hmm. and and that, and that not not just for the men nowadays, because 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 when a woman puts herself out like that in a male dominated business, she's already said she's been getting like hate mail mm-hmm. from different people in the industry and like fans and they're like saying you're a liar, stop trying to ruin his life. Right. And so she's getting all this this heat, and then Jay Lethal comes out and says, let me be clear, there's absolutely no validity to these baseless allegations. Throughout my career, I've sought to conduct myself with honor and integrity. I would never engage in any conduct that disrespects the business or men and women in the industry. So then you got a brother that's like, okay, I didn't do this. Well, that's what you're supposed to say. Nah, that's what that is. I mean, you, I mean, you gotta like, say that. But just, just, so the thing about it is, it's, this is tough, man, because... Um, she it's gonna she's gonna have a hard time proving this. And what's terrible problem. is in the wrestling world, this is like one of the worst things you can do as yeah. a woman because yeah. other promotions won't want to pick you up because they'll say you're a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Just That's like with I'm the saying. Me Too yeah. movement in mm-hmm. acting, any woman who speaks up is a troublemaker regardless of whether or not it happened. And mm-hmm. if if they're finding that such an incredibly low percent, I believe it's only four percent of rape accusations are ever false. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a sexual harassment one, which is usually more prevalent. People don't even know certain actions they take are sexual harassment That's sometimes. Um, but to affect her career in this mm-hmm. way, it's something they do need to look into seriously. Oh, yeah. Because this will have far-reaching effects for the rest of rest of her career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me so let me be clear. Like, not, do I, does it, is it more believable that this dude made a sexual pass? Of course it is. Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like right. that, that probably didn't happen. I'm sure, listen, there's some, something happened. She's well, putting her whole life, like her whole her, her wrestling career is on the line right now. Well, yeah, that's 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 the whole thing. That's, I, and you could probably speak more to this. When you get into a situation like that where it's, it's you, you're in tight quarters with these individuals and some of them become friends or acquaintances, certain things are said that could be termed as sexual harassment mm-hmm. that you may not feel comfortable in saying at the moment because of the environment but now now that there's a platform mm. and now there is some type of backing for women you feel more comfortable you know it's it's a very it's right. it, the, and there's it's, there's one last thing too if you if someone tries to sleep with you and you turn them down Two people can walk away from that situation with very different impressions oh, yeah. of what happened Absolutely. just then, like what just occurred. Yeah, so um, she could he could have even been like, oh no, she was just total b word and hard to work with, and that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I said, when I say something happened, I don't know necessarily like because right. your mind goes to this place like right. did he like really like grab her and like you will see with me? Mm. You know what I mean? Like probably not. Yeah, that's see yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you're like, okay, maybe he was like he said, you know what's going on? Like let's hang out a little bit later. And, like she like no, I don't want to do that. Like you're not my type. And I was like next right. time she's released. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. 
there's different extremes to it. And mm-hmm. it's, like I said, it's it's one touchy subjects, man. And then now she's getting bombarded by these dudes, be like, you're a liar, you're this, you're that. So she, like I said, I I, I commend her bravery because this kind of in this in this industry, it is still male dominated. Man, we're, they, people are just starting to talk about a women's revolution, like right now. But I wonder. <laughs> so when she released this, did she release this online or did she release it to the company? She like she did. I think she did the company, and then she did go on okay. social media. Okay. You know, and she did put that out there on social media. So like when you do that, you do leave yourself open. Mm-hmm. When you put yourself on social media, you leave yourself open for people to to at you, put you in dimensions and stuff like yeah. that. So so you know. But anyways, moving on. Uh, table for three: Trish Stratus, Lita, Alexa Bliss. Just cool. Three chilling. ladies chilling, eating, eating food, um, telling stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to see Trish. She's one of my favorites back oh in the day. Gosh. She's fire back in the day, man. Oh, oh forgot she's from Canada, too. Shout out to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some talks, too. There's some talks with that. Just saying. Yeah, and it was it was cool to hear. Like, there was a really cool moment, and they, they showed in this, uh, this clip about how, like, Alexa was kind of like, Talking about how she wasn't, she kind of was disappointed she didn't get to go in a women's Royal right. Rumble. You know, and Lita was like, you know, we never get time off. So, like, this is kind of like a break for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't get time off unless we're injured, Lita said. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, it's kind of like bittersweet that you, but you got to see this moment, but you weren't a part of it. And there's going to be more. I mean, I understand you want to be in the first, first. but, um, you know, she's in the record books as far as Absolutely. being champion. And she, and Alexa, she's doing, she's phenomenal. Like as far as Mike skills, like you love to hate her. There's nothing. There's nothing better than somebody that you absolutely want the the belt to like. You want the belt to be off her, yep. but she's so amazing. Like you love to hate her. Like I love characters like that. Yeah. So kudos her for that. Um, I unfortunately like I think I was I was talking to you like a day or two. I was like yeah. yeah, we need to talk about this and my super busy ass did not get a chance to watch it. <laughs> it's, so good. it's on my to do list because I love seeing the table for three, especially with the women. So. Yeah. Awesome. I guess you didn't see it either, sir. Okay. Didn't know it was that. I don't ever watch Table for Three. It's good, oh, though. It's really good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's cool stories, funny stuff, eating food. Yeah. It's a, that's a clever concept. Eating food. Yeah. <laughs> eating food. I love, I love that they actually really do eat yeah. the food. Sometimes, it's not like you know, it's not like a, like a sitcom. They're like eating their food while yeah. they're talking. You know? Sometimes it's just it's nice to see people talk. I mean, they're obviously talking about their wrestling experiences and also, the, but all the little things yeah. that you don't get to talk about or you don't see on the show or they talk about, you know, I, I can't remember. I, I might get be confused confusing um sean's stories but you know with rental cars and their situations with that and just those little stories that you don't necessarily get to to see or hear it's not tweetable you know just to see them talking about it moving on tony oh oh, i'll let you boy um and i this is just came to my attention like right before we came on the air man wwe releases some curvy collection on the shop Mm -hmm. curvy collection for curvy ladies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you had a great thought. Why you look at me? Listen, <laughs> because you had the great. Don't you dare! Listen, <laughs> no, because this had a, it was because you had a great thought. You're like, oh, that's because of Nia Jax. Like, I wonder oh, yeah. if it is. Yeah, like, that was that was a good thought. And I'm sitting there like that. That does make sense. So, and it's like. Because if you've been on the shop, anyone got a shirt from the shop, like the like the lady size, they they tight, man. And some really of them, they're pretty standard. Man, some small, no, small they're not small. Oh, standard God. last time I was small, on there, small, They're small. small. They don't fit really great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you end up just having to buy men's shirts. Like, yeah. Sasha has yeah. more men's shirts than women's shirts yeah, last does. time I was on there. Yeah. So it's like... I cut up a lot something. of the shirts. Yeah. I end up cutting up a lot of shirts, but and I think you know they're bringing a curvy collection for you know the, the ladies with different body type than than you know your the cookie cutter standard. So are these just t-shirts? Or are they like um, like? Um, Workout gear, or the shot I seen was it looked like one of those uh, a pretty nice like material, but it was a t-shirt and it was like very, like kind of like loose, but it was but like it was form fitting. It was 
it was it looked like a regular shirt to me. You know, uh, what I mean? it ain't like those small, tiny, tight shirts you yeah. can see. So I think it's really cool that they're um, WWE. They always try to be a step ahead of a lot of people when it comes, to, especially mm, their apparel. Some of them. Oh, when it comes to marketing, Lord have mercy. They, their they, marketing's on point, but that's usually curve. after they after they finish watching other people. Yeah, I Got wouldn't you. say that they're ahead of the curve with like I mean apparel and stuff. With yeah. apparel, I wouldn't say. You don't think so? No, I told you, man. That the oh, you don't like the you don't like the way they make the no, shirts. Well, the way they make the shirts, the fact that it took them so long to let leggings be a thing and actually they're not selling the leggings they're licensing leggings mm-hmm. out yeah, now but like they don't really have a lot of different things that you would think people would want right Espe- like they seem mostly geared to like big guys want a t-shirt like that's what their whole oh, they, carry just, they just sell so much though yeah. <laughs> they do so but it's a kind of funny at hot topics um the bullet club i was there yeah. and they were saying like that's they either have super big shirts or super like the the middle in betweens like they don't have a market for that yeah like hot topic doesn't have like any ladies like really any no i cut up i got a whole bunch of shirts and i just cut them all up yeah i go yeah that, that and i love hot topic though they, 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 my shirts from there, but they gotta um, I'm hoping that they do something and tap out, tap out for her. I mean, that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. And finally, um, first entrance to the Mae Young Classic. Shout out to Anissa for that. Uh, Caitlyn to make the in-ring return to the Mae Young Classic. She's the first Good. entrance? I thought they already made a few entrants, no? no. This is the first, first official. official. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, ESPN recorded it okay. first, yeah. So, you know, when ESPN does it, it's official. official. I mean, uh, <laughs> I followed, oh gosh. It's a former guest. I believe it's Marty Bell, but don't quote me. But she kind of hinted at some stuff, so I think she might be in the Mae Young. There's a few people well. that we're really thinking, though. Yeah. We try to, yeah, like, we we probe them a little yeah. bit, and they're like, so, uh So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, Chelsea Green ended up at the tryout. To me, that's a real yeah, big yeah. sign. Mm-hmm. That, that's, a former guest. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be in We're that. very good luck. Yeah, just we are. Just, just how we do. So yeah, that was just. I'm just trying to let y'all know, man. The first entrance to the May Young Classic. We talked about it before. As far as like people you want to see in there, who would you really mm-hmm. like to see? Anybody that that comes to mind? I've seen that they were um, eyeing this. I guess it's a Filipino um, girl. She's in the Philippines. She wrestles, and I've seen yeah. they're like she might be in the May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. I've seen that on Diva Jordan. Dirt. Yeah, shout um, out to Diva Dirt. I've heard the name MJ Jenkins might be somebody they mm-hmm. have in there. Um, oh, you know, you all know my favorites. Yeah. Ivelisse is definitely one, but they haven't yeah. contacted her. Um, I really, when I have some time, I just, you know, I just go to bat for people I like. I don't want to figure out what's going on with that because she's badass. So I she definitely really want to see what's going on with that. But um, I think she's got the top one that comes to mind that I would love to see, yeah. but I'm 90, 90% sure she's not going to be in this one. I already told y'all I want to see Willow Nightingale in there because she's got this awesome look and a different energy than I've seen anybody else in the Mae Young competition have. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hey, right. It'd be also, too, interesting to see people who... Um, uh, I'll be also inter- interested to see people who... Um, valets. Yeah. That would be cool. Instead of just always having uh, the wrestler and, and it be so plain, right? Like it feels kind of plain and stagnant mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. one. Not stagnant, but like sterile, I think is the word I'm looking for. It felt very separated from everything else. Yeah. And I think having valets, having more to talk about, mm-hmm. having some alliances, that would really add a lot to this tournament. Almost, yeah, because almost because we have enough ladies who have enough experience where it's because some of the ladies on last year's show, you, could, they, you can definitely see how green they were. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like there's enough indies out there and you can go to other places that if you come to may young this is a showcase the to the point that you that you've got versus right you know oh this is like my you know close to my very first match within the first year like i don't feel right. this- well that was such an interesting choice i think they did it on purpose 
Um, and I'm still not entirely sure why they did it, but mm. some of the women in that are actually women who I would consider bad, bad mm. at wrestling. Yeah. And they they had them lose early on, so they knew that too. Mm. So right. it's like, what was the reasoning there? Are they nice. just trying to give new women a chance to showcase? Is it that they looked multicultural? Was mm. it that yeah, they want the... people to look visibly weak so that other people can, you know, like squash matches look stronger? Mm. I've, I've always wondered what was the reasoning there. Um, this just out from Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, I want to say a friend of ours, they've kind of picked up a lot of our stories. Um, they have learned WWE officials are internally discussing the idea of presenting an all-women's event for main uh, for main roster talent in the fall. Wow. Awesome. I can dig it. That would be great. Make it a tag team tournament. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Becky Lynch has been um, definitely um, talking about that. There's more than enough women. But again, here's my concern, which I've talked about many, many yep. times. One, wrestling time for, you know, super wrestling fans, just yep. keeping up with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, um, will we be able to showcase the talent that we have um, now? Because I feel like with SmackDown and um, Raw, there's talent that we tend to not see on both the men and women's side that we used to see on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I want to see... Um, you know, I, you know, I'm a fan. I'll always be a fan of Naomi. I want to see Naomi, Naomi more. And, and the storylines are a little bit on the weaker side, too. Right. They yeah. are. Lately, I think I yeah. read that this was the lowest rated Raw possibly of all time. Yeah. Definitely yeah, like, of like 2018. 2.6 million. And um, I think it's because we are bored with the stories that yeah. they're telling right now. Yeah, that's definitely a huge factor, especially with Raw, when people knowing they know there's going to be no universal title rep- represented. Not even, brother ain't even showing up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he still is box office. That has something to do with it when you're, mm-hmm. like, checking out because, you know, I'm not going to watch the main event. But even if, like, Brock, and I'm, I think he doesn't have a cell phone up there, but even if he were to do something. Something. Something, I know we're getting away from the win, but even if he were to do something like um, Bianca Blair did on her honeymoon she's calling out these chicks and you and you know it was legit because she was talking like i saw the pictures of her on vacation so you know even with that you know i would take that too like talking just talking some ish like yeah i'm not yes, coming and what, what or a picture yeah. of him sitting on his couch watching tv as it's going on like so, something where people are still generating the hate or the whatever so yeah but go back to what you're saying about the women's thing you also are saying how you do you feel like there's not enough women to make a tag team division oh there's enough if they do like both like NXT um, SmackDown Raw or just like SmackDown and Raw or like make one title? I think there's enough for both and that's why I thought that was weird that Becky's was told, oh, there aren't enough women. Well, that's, that's what because I'm bringing that's up. that's a really weird thing to say, especially for a tag team. You can always carry a weaker team member in a tag team. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was listening to that Becky interview, um, what she was talking about, and she was referring to, she's been pushing, at, pushing for it for years and mm-hmm. the time that she really started pushing for it, that was the time where when they made that first, that initial split with the brands, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough women because I was like, why are they even splitting the women? There should just be women. So I think the game plan is to flood it. We have there's enough women on NXT with the Mae Young Classic. We have people coming up that are being signed. Chelsea Green is um, being there. I'm sure she's going to make it through because she's amazing. Um, so we have enough women that signed that it should create a tag team. But again, my fear is that with the tag team, there's just not enough airtime to see all these That's women. And with that, you know, are some people going to lose their jobs? Are they just going to be... Because even if you don't see them and they're doing live shows, then how much publicity are they getting? Yeah. Right. So, um, but that leads to another woman who I actually, speaking of May, so I, I said, um, Elise, 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 I definitely a pick for May Young. Um, definitely um, Jazzy. 
So mm-hmm. she's cleared, so I hope to see her. And so we know Ivelisse is probably not going to make it. But this young lady that we have coming up, we interviewed her last week. She's actually going to be at Bar Wrestling this week. So if you are in the California area, definitely check that out. Uh, Kira Hogan from Impact. Well, actually, yeah. she probably won't be in the Mae Young Classic because she signed to Impact. Would that be a conflict of interest? It would if it's during that time. Yeah. Well, she's good anyway. She's amazing. <laughs> she's cute. She's just so... Her interview, she she said something about age. Yeah. She, she said something about getting old at 24. It was, it was very oh, yeah, cute. Oh, yeah, she was like, my, as my body's getting older, yeah. we're How always like... Hold on, girl. Um, <laughs> so uh, we got to interview her. So you're noticing that, you know, wearing different clothes, it wasn't... It wasn't. <laughs> we just real fans. Yeah, fast. Fast, but, um, but definitely an amazing interview. So Jeff, definitely check that out. Uh, tweet us. Um, let us know how you feel about the interview. Also, one more thing. We are going to do a best of show in the future. So yeah. we are going to be tweeting and Instagramming questions. Let us know what your favorite moments for the show were. And let us know um, if you have any questions for us as hosts, because we may include something special for you in that video. Yeah, yeah like yeah. why I rep Canada all the time. There's, there's a reason. Um, I know. She ripping at your heart. You gotta be careful because you don't want to. I know, Um, but definitely (laughs) enjoy that interview. We're gonna see you guys next week. Um, We do. We are kind of finishing up season one, season two. We have a lot of great things planned. I'm really, really, really excited. We have a lot of great uh, guests as well. But other than that, enjoy the interview. Johan Pena. We have the Girl on Fire Impact Knockout. Please welcome Kiera Hogan. Hey, uh, Hi. What up? Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well. How's everybody doing? Oh my gosh, well. I love your I love your accent. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I, yeah, oh like, really? Yeah, it's like you're in America, but it's totally different. It's just so cute. Yeah. But then you can beat somebody's ass. So it's just like <laughs> she's like, I have the most adorable voice. Also, look out. Yes, I can Seriously. beat your ass. On top of that, don't let the size fool you. <laughs> so. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> so um, let's kind of get into it. So how long? How many years have you been wrestling for? Uh, three years. So three years, and then you also um, were doing was doing you also was doing announcing and other stuff on top of that. So what's kind of, you You have some people who start wrestling, they've kind of been all over the place. They kind of traveled, they spent a lot of time in the indie circuit. You got into Impact Wrestling. What has that experience been like? Um, Honestly, a dream. Uh, I watched TNA back when I was in middle school and high school. So to even be a knockout is crazy to me. To be a part of the division and to be on TV is still crazy to me. Like I still even can't believe even when people come up to me or like my pictures or tell me they watch me, it's crazy because it's just like I've only been wrestling for three years. I've been in the business for about four, almost five years announcing and interviewing. So to even be in my position is still like not real. And this has been your dream dream for a long time. It's not like you went off and did something else and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do wrestling now. This has kind of been the, the goal. And you went to wrestling school and now mm-hmm. here you are. Yeah. Like, I just, I knew at some point when I was like 14 or 15 that I wanted to be a wrestler. Like, that's all I ever wanted to do. Um, I wanted to go to college to play soccer. Um, just so that I could go to wrestling school in Florida. Mm. Like, I wanted that to be, like, my plan to tell my parents so that I could (laughs) be a wrestler on the side. But I ended up staying in Atlanta and training um, a WWA4, and five years later, I'm in this position. (laughs) So you're billed at 4'11". Did you ever feel like your size would be an issue going into wrestling? Um, No, I never... 
I don't think I ever thought of it being an issue because I always looked up to girls that were smaller. Mickey James and Melina and AJ Lee and Trish, like, were all built under, what, 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, so I just assumed, like, I was going to fit right in. And even wrestling the tallest girls, I wrestled Madison Eagle. She's 6'1". And, like, even to wrestle her is crazy for me because she's almost exactly two feet like she's two almost two feet taller than me i never ever thought that being short was an issue especially girls like selena vega who are she's my height and i used to tweet at her to tell her thank you so much for being your size because you make me feel like i can do this and i can be normal too so i never thought my size would affect it you said i could be normal too that's like everybody else <laughs> um, so you came up with the concept. I think what so what stood out for me when I saw you is the fact that it's like first your name is Hogan. So let everybody know who doesn't know who you are. This is that is your name. So it wasn't like a playoff. Mm-hmm. So that kind of got my attention. But then the hair though, like the fire red hair, got the Sorry, attention it's not too. Out today. <laughs> no, girl. it needs to be put away. It's no, you, too much right no, now. Tr- trust me. I I'm, as as a uh, you know we I understand. I know, I know where you're coming from. So um, how, how, how did you come up with the concept of the girl on fire? You know, it's funny. My boyfriend actually gave me the idea. He was the one who told me, like, at a point I had my first match. I had this big chip on my shoulder. I didn't have to come in training. I didn't have to go work out. I didn't have to do all these things because I thought I was the big dog because I had my first wrestling match. I was like, oh, I can do this without coming to training. And I kind of felt lost at some point. I kind of... Um, got really beside myself and uh, got like off track and my boyfriend uh, Owen Knight was like you need to find your fire you need to have that determination and that strength and that just dedication to this because you're going to have to be committed to it and for some reason that just instantly clicked with me and I was like I can be the girl on fire. I can be that determination because this is again all I've ever wanted to do so I knew if anybody was going to be on fire it was going to be me. And now we did have Gail, Gail Kim on the show um, a couple of episodes ago. What's it like working with such a industry legend? Oh, my God. Gail has to be, hands down, one of the nicest people I have ever met. She is just in love with wrestling. Like, just to be able to work with her and just it, it – I've never met somebody I feel like that is just so in love with the business. Like she just loves every single minute of it. Even though she's not even wrestling, she is so in love with the business, especially women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. She is all down for women empowerment and women getting the same treatment. Like that's all she preaches to us knockouts. And I couldn't be any more grateful to have her in my life at all. Cause I never thought that would happen. <laughs> wow. Uh, what was, uh, what was your experience like uh, when you wrestled Eva Lee? How was that? Oh, hard hitting. That girl. <laughs> woo! Man, that girl that girl is the real deal. She mm-hmm. is definitely the real deal. But we just have an instant chemistry and I think it's just because we both have fiery personalities. Mm-hmm. But like we literally just have really good in ring chemistry and she is a good leader and she is just a really good person and again she's in love with wrestling she's been wrestling for a very long time she was one of my bucket list matches like i have a list of people that i want to wrestle and she was definitely like she was my second honestly and when i got to wrestle her the first time um two years ago i definitely wasn't in the same mindset as i am now so to be able to wrestle her recently and i'm going to wrestle her again in august Mm. in a steel cage like Mm. i'm 
instant chemistry. And you said you have a bucket list. So who who else is on that bucket list? Good question. Well, number one is Mickey James, obviously, because she's my idol. <laughs> and I don't know if that's ever going to happen because she's in WWE right now. Well, See, I'll speak it for you. It's yeah, happening. Put that in the universe. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle Mickey James. She wants to wrestle me. Like, I've <laughs> literally been going to meet her at her meet and greets and stuff since I was, like, 17 years old. Oh, wow. And the last time I saw her was at her first appearance at Shimmer. And she was like, when are we going to wrestle? So we have to wrestle. Like, that's, <laughs> it has to be. Um, but Ivelisse was definitely second. Um, Melina, uh, who I've spoken to as well. Um, I would love to wrestle Trish Chatters and Lita, but... You know, that's just, that's far-fetched. But um, a couple of indie girls like Mia Yim, I really want to have a singles match with Mia Yim. And I got to wrestle Tessa, who was somebody I met four years ago. Um, so, and now to be in the position that we are in now, too, I got to wrestle her. But there's so many people on the list. Like, I just love wrestling people for the different, like, aspects and different skill sets. And you get to wrestle people that come from different backgrounds mm -hmm. or different uh, religious or, like, uh, ethnicities like just to be able to wrestle different people from all these different places is a a test and you can learn so much from wrestling different people so to wrestle anybody honestly I would love now we did have uh, Marty Bell on the show uh, a couple I don't even know what episode we had Marty Bell on the show and she was talking about how there was somebody had told her you know they prefer her to have her hair straightened now have you mm -hmm. ever experienced any you know um things that might have been more on the racial side of things as far as wrestling and them asking you to do things or did you not think you got a position because of the skin color? Um, I have had a situation um, with it, me not getting something because of my skin color, but never in the sense of you should change this or you should do this. I always did what I felt like I wanted to do. Like I, my hair is curly now, if I wanted to wear it straight, if I wanted to wear it short, if I wanted to wear it black, if I wanted to wear it red, natural, like I've never had any issues with my appearance, but definitely I have had an experience with my skin color not getting me a position in wrestling. You want to tell us about that? that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was international. Uh -huh. um, and it was a tryout uh, that I had and um, it was either the person that was going to be picked was me or the white girl. And um, the owner said he would rather have the white girl because she was white and I was black. But we were both pretty. But my skin color didn't give me the international opportunity. Wow. What, what region yeah. of international, what area on the globe? Can you point uh, on the globe where the can racism point, hurt can you? you? Can you point on the map where? Wow. Japan. I knew it was I, had, I had a feeling that was that was the case. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Wow. <laughs> That's where I thought. But was, so, was that before impact or after impact? Or not after impact. Was um, that before impact? Before. Or? And before. now you're impact, so. Oh, I bet they feel dumb. Yeah. For real. Yeah, so that's okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so you've had the the, um, the girl on fire for about three years, right? As far as the concept, mm -hmm. are you looking at changing it anytime soon, or you know, adding to it? There's no putting out the flame anytime soon. <laughs> I just feel like I've found something that I love, and I found something that I feel as though I've grown into. Like when I first started, I was just kind of feeling it out. But in the past three years, I've learned to market and like produce myself as this brand being the girl on fire. And right now I feel like in this era of wrestling, there is a lot of fire gimmicks. There's mm -hmm. a lot of 
oh, this person's on fire. Oh, this person's on fire. Like, I feel like it's just the era of fire. And I feel like if I change it, then I would be changing it because it's so popular now. When when it goes out of style, I'm still going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to evolve the girl on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not sure in what sense. Like, I've played with the idea of, like, the phoenix and doing something with that. But definitely an evolution of the girl on fire is something I've been trying to think of, but I haven't quite gotten it yet. Okay. And now you said that you, in previous interviews, that you did speak to Brooke Hogan, because obviously Hogan, are you, have you been in contact with her recently as far as possibly doing something? Cause I, I think she does, she does want to do a women's wrestling kind of mm-hmm. organization. I don't know how far she along she is with that, but has there been any com- communication the last few months? I haven't spoken to her anytime soon. Um, and the first time I did hear something, it was through somebody else. Um, but I've like tweeted at her and I've of course tweeted at Hulk Hogan, like how Velveteen Dream was doing. I was trying to do that <laughs> because my name is Kiara. But like, even when I first got into wrestling, people just assumed that I made it up. Like my name was like, my stage name right. like it wasn't my real name so i even got a lot of backlash um somebody on twitter was like her uh Kier hogan why would you pick that name it sounds very white oh gosh that's my that's my and name I was like, hey. i'm sorry that's on my birth certificate <laughs> well you can tell them long long ago there was this thing called slavery and uh <laughs> names you. came I'm about like, i didn't yeah, pick my... this name for me okay? yeah, my name's super white wait what <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, they haven't finished, kind of finished um, naming all the people for the May Young Classic 2. Have you been contacted about Ooh. that or? Nope, not at all. Not at all. Okay, just. Mm. No, I haven't gotten contacted by WWE in two years. And I had a tryout um, three months into my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got contacted, I actually got contacted at a Raw event. I was like at Raw just watching the show. And as I'm sitting in the bleachers with my boyfriend, I got an email um, about sending in more information. And after that, I didn't hear anything. I got signed with Impact, so I was like, I'm definitely out of the running now. Maybe just momentarily. There's always, you know what I mean. They, they, there's I mean, always room for. They brought life. James Ellsworth back, so yeah. he doesn't. Do all, be, all bets are off. Yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even have a chin. No, no. They, they brought him. They, they brought him oh back. Oh my god. No disrespect, but all bets are off. No that. disrespect, but disrespect. <laughs> it's not disrespect. It's, it's not disrespect when it's true. He doesn't have a chin. Exactly. All due respect. <laughs> so I mean, they brought him back, and I mean, yeah, he's doing his thing, but he's not really. Well, I mean, he's wrestling Oscar next week, but you know, that's gonna be just for Gross. fun yeah so <laughs> I, I i personally think because i've the, the matches that you've been having on impact are with such amazing people and they've been such amazing matches that mm-hmm. from what i've heard with wwe they just watch they like to watch Ooh. and they like mm-hmm. to continue watching I've and then the last minute yeah when you when you think all right i'm good and this is you know i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna travel here i'm gonna do that that's when they make the call and you're like oh shoot i forgot yeah. about y'all yeah. so mm-hmm. you know I, I i definitely feel like you're gonna you're gonna make it there soon, sooner than later. Yeah, we're putting that thought in the universe so you can wrestle Mickey Jans because yes. I want to see it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope that happens for sure. What's uh? What Thank is, you. What do you feel is like one of the biggest challenges you face in like the, the pro wrestling industry as far as like just like anything? What do you feel like the challenge you faced before or currently? Anything? Um. Well, my personal problem now is just I feel like even though I'm on TV, I'm still plateaued. I still feel as though. Like, I'm getting 
like a little rise, but not as much as like I honestly feel like I should. Like as me seeing my progress and I definitely still have my faults. I'm not going to say that I don't. I'm definitely still learning. Um, I feel like even with other girls, like more there, there's so many more talents that need to be looked at. There's so many more girls that mm-hmm. deserve opportunities that other girls are getting. Um, but you know, it's just the, the mix and the shuffle and what's hot now and like what people are wanting to watch really. But I don't know. I just feel like, uh, like I said, I'm trying to evolve my character because I feel like I'm just missing something. Mm-hmm. Like now I feel like I need a spark. I need something to really set it off and then I'll get that big jump. But mm-hmm. right now I just feel like I'm like plateauing. So is it more of a storyline thing with impact or? Even that, like, I feel like I'm just, again, just in the mix. Like I'm doing my job. Like mm-hmm. I'm just in the mix. I want to be the main event star. I want to be the reason people turn on the TV, right. which I, I feel like I am. Like people, I definitely get people telling me like I'm the reason that they watch Impact, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I want to be in that main event spot. I want to show why I'm there. Like I want a story. What what like what story? Is there anything you're thinking about though? What do you think that would put you over the top? Is there anything you're you're thinking about or trying to come up with? Like while you're. I don't- it's so funny in high school and middle school i used to write my own storylines like i used to have a fan fiction if anybody knows what that is (laughs) um so i used to write fan fictions of like um people that wrestled in wwe when i was watching um and i can't ever think of anything for myself like when it comes to me i just can't write like i did like i used to write books Mm -hmm. of made up storylines that I wanted to happen mm-hmm. and I can't do it for myself. And I find that so weird, but I just feel like, again, I'm just missing something. I don't know what it is yet. Okay. My boyfriend used to do that same thing and he really? says he has the same problem. Yeah. That like they would role play. They did it more like a role play style mm-hmm. versus just fan straight fan fiction. Um, but it's the same thing. Let's be real. Boys and girls just call things different things. Yes. But uh, he says he had the same problem of like trying to apply any of those types of storylines to his own wow. wrestling. He said he couldn't do it. Cause it, could it be that you're now on that platform versus you're kind of uh, away from it. So you're able to kind of develop the, the creative juices. And now that you're kind of there, it's like, it's harder to put yourself in that storyline. I think honestly, that might be what it is because I'm there and it's just like thinking about, what could happen I just I don't see it for me like I can see it for other people Mm. I can think of great things for other people but when it comes to me I can't think of anything and it's just like I have this great character and this great platform to be able to show this character Mm. and what am I missing Mm. Uh, I'm thinking of a Taya Valkyrie another person guest from the show because she has that whole like queen royalty thing and then you could take the girl on the fire girl on fire and you know you're almost like the goddess of the sun because it's the fire and all this other stuff mm. and now you have a clash of that so there's like a build up because you know she's more senior than you so she's gonna think that and on top of that you know you you did say it yourself you're on the, you know the shorter side of things so she can kind of take that she might take that as okay she doesn't she can't hold a candle to me mm. and now you're like no you don't know who you're dealing with and then you have that you know so you can't hold a candle to me, an intentional fire pun just, just or a little, an accidental? Just, just, just a little. Just <laughs> right. A little, just a little. I try to stick with fire puns, too. Like yeah. People say fire. Yeah. I, try, I have some good ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I could, I could see something like that where it's like almost like two like royal kingdoms going up against each other. 
That sounds Ooh. like my Barbie battles I used to have. Did you say Barbie yeah, battles? Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to ca- gather my Barbies. They had a queen of each kingdom, and they would go Malibu to war. Malibu Barbie. Called a war. <laughs> yeah, they would have wars. Why are, you, why are you looking at me like this? <laughs> there was a fire kingdom, too. She used to fight the ice queen. Shout out to Barbie. Oh, shout see. out. Shout out to Mattel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to put Mattel over, brother. Oh, wow. Um, I, every, what, every, really threw TK off every time. Hard. Every time we do a show, there's just something new I learn about my, 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 my co-host. That's which, why you don't invite strangers to be on your show. <laughs> know, right? which, which now it just makes sense. Like when you find somebody out, somebody's an only child, it's like, oh, that all makes sense. So you're, that, you're a savage. Yeah, Oh, like speaking of action figures, you have like your own action figure, right? Like the Mini Me Factory. Yes, I have a little figurine. Yeah, what was that? What was that experience like making your own action figure? Not everyone gets to have their own action figure. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I I like forget about that. Like, and when people bring it up, I'm like, what are they talking about? But I have it sitting like at home on my like fireplace, my mantle, um, because I have like my own. But I went into this place. This is a like a personal shop like he's a family business owner like he did it himself he thought of this himself it's a 3d camera imaging so it takes a bunch of pictures of your whole body at one time Mm -hmm. um and i had to be in full gear so that's actually just a 3d picture of me i had to be in my full gear with my hair and makeup done unfortunately i don't have that on today girl you're fine Um, you're fine (laughs) (laughs) but it was like a crazy experience because i literally and we did a couple of them like i took um, a couple in different poses and different gear and so we have a bunch of different like options but the white one was like my like classic girl on fire mm-hmm. is like the white and I love my white gear it has to be like my all-time favorite um, so we did the classic white because that's the first picture he saw of me was me in my white gear so he was like we have to do the white gear awesome now where do you what's the hopes for your career so you're new into the career obviously the great thing about um, women's wrestling now is you see a whole bunch of women who've been in it for a long time and you can kind of see different paths as far as you know they they did WWE now they're WWE now they've done the indie circuit they've kind of done their own thing where where do you hope your career is going to take you um in the past few months I've like looked at my career so differently like my dream will always be to go to WWE because that's as a little girl that's what I wanted to do but right now I'm just I want to be able to learn, grow, and become the best wrestler I can be Mm -hmm. before I go to the big stage. Like, I want to be so ready that they're chasing me down. That's how ready I want to be. So at this point, I'm not even going to put, I've always put timestamps on things. Like, I wanted to do this at this time. And I I always put timestamps on goals. But, like, now for my career, I'm really looking at it is, whatever happens happens just learn keep growing keep your ears open do what you know and when your time comes it'll be your time and it's the perfect timing especially with like the the women's evolution on everything including wrestling like you know, we have a whole show, obviously, Women's Pro Wrestling, where we have we have different women from all over the place coming on the show. So it's such a perfect time, you know, for you to be where you are. Now, you did mention on a previous interview that um, you did experience some social media bullying, um, online bullying. I did. Oh, boy. Oh, she did I did. Oh, my God. Like, I just don't understand, like, internet trolls. Like, what what satisfaction do you get out of that? Like those people will never be able to step in my shoes ever 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 
ever in their life. So what makes you think that you can talk to me any kind of way? And I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to stand up for myself. There is no daytime place that you will ever be able to step in my shoes ever. Yeah, I, I I just think when people people don't know what like a lot of people aren't talented though. You gotta like gotta yeah. understand where they're coming from. They have like no talent, so like right. so they just sit around and they're just like, man, I'm just gonna talk trash real quick because I wish I was doing this, man, but I ain't doing this. So let me just talk about Miss Hogan because I'm poop. That's pretty much how it goes. That should be a shirt. <laughs> I hope their comments are creating oxygen for them to breathe. Yeah, like, I think poop. that's what it is. If you poop, you poop. You know what I mean? You just got to admit that you poop. You know what I mean? That's what it is. So like they, so they, they troll you, and that's the thing is their whole goal in life is to get you to respond. Once you respond, n- nothing else matters. They're so like, oh, yeah, I'm bothering her. I'm ruining we her We got him now. Yeah. God got her right where I want her. She responded to my poop tweet. <laughs> How many times do we need a? That's real though, because because bullying, I'm really I get bullying true. really bothers me. It really does, man. Especially me when too. you behind the screen and you ain't never gonna meet that person. You know what I mean? Because that's when things get real. But like it's like when you when you really trash talk a person, they want you to respond. So, but I know at the same time you want to defend yourself though. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean, and I was bullied in middle school, like death threat bullied I was too. in middle school. I was too. So to to get bullied as, as an adult and like to be in the mindset I have now, it's just like you're not going to talk to me any kind of way, period. Mm. And you can beat people up, so yeah, for real. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I can defend myself now, so try me. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the response all the time now. Come see me. This is where the show is. Yo, show you. what you do in order to get ready for shows and kind of stay in shape. So. I actually just started going to the gym a few months ago, like religiously. Wait, um, what? I was, you just started going to the gym. girl. Don't let, let me, like, let me yesterday? explain. <laughs> let me explain. I played soccer, so I was in athletics my whole life. Like my parents put me through athletics. I, I did ballet, gymnastics, whatever you can think of. Mm. And when I got into wrestling, I was like, oh, you know, it'll be kind of easy for me. And it was like some of the things that I did learn were easier to come by because I was already in athletics and I already kind of had an athletic background, but I've never lifted weights. I've never been in the gym lifting weights or I would run the treadmill with my mom when she went to the gym. But like when I first started wrestling, I was not in the gym. I was in training three, four days a week. So that was like my, that was mm-hmm. all I did mm-hmm. for fitness. Um, but now because especially in the WWE, weightlifting and fitness and looking in incredible shape is such a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Like the fitness and nutrition world is taking over the wrestling world. Like mm-hmm. everybody's into proteins and meal prep and going to the gym all these days out of the week and lifting videos. Like it's just like fitness is taking over wrestling. Right. Um, so it became, it had to become a part of my routine. Mm-hmm. Like I had to pretty much force myself in the gym one because I'm getting older. So I'm starting to notice me packing on more pounds. How old are you? Um, Girl, bye. So I'm only 23. Girl, bye. You a 90s but, baby. I should just think away into but, my heart. Me done. We done with this interview. Right? We done. <laughs> no, but <laughs> into like my 20s, I was just noticing like I can't mm. eat stuff like I was. Like she I was just not. like eating junk and like, <laughs> but now... Thing. 
She said, I'm 23. Okay. Girl, listen, I was 23 11 years ago. Dang. 11. Come on. Okay, so here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the, the pro and cons. So <laughs> the, fact, the fact that you're like, you know, um, you played soccer all those years, that's definitely a pro. Now, what you, the, the con is that because you didn't do the scholarship aspect, because that's when a lot of people start doing their weightlifting. Yep. That's when they start doing their lifting. Yeah. And that's, some, that's when mm-hmm. it becomes a, an additional part of their yeah. life. So all the Olympic weightlifting, all this other stuff. Because you went in straight into your dream, which is that's what you're supposed to do. Because when you get out of college, most of us don't know what, yep. what we're going to do. So that's that's kind of where you're at. So now I mm-hmm. I would, it's like a conversation we should have just not on the interview. But I would say. <laughs> no, no, it's real. I would say. Um, Definitely CrossFit might be your your good bet because just lifting weights in the gym, and you might be able to speak more to this than, mm-hmm. than I can, um, just w- lifting weights in the gym might not get you to where you want to go. You want something where mm-hmm. you're, you're moving fast. Mm-hmm. So all those athletes who do that stuff, like football players, track athletes, all that stuff, they do more Olympic movements. So that's kind of something that you may want to do. Mm-hmm. And CrossFit definitely provides that kind of area for that. But again, that's... Yeah. That's me guessing, but we have the wrestler on the panel. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody uses different techniques. I'm mostly a Pilates and weight person Mm -hmm. more than anything Mm -hmm. else because I got a weak back. So I think it's what works for you, but I'm glad to hear you getting in the gym so you can lift all those ladies above your head. I have seen some improvement in my muscle tone Uh now that I've been lifting, so it is working. I know. (laughs) You're getting so much older. I'm just, every day I'm just getting older. Because I did this bicep curl. Tell me why I had a bicep up here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you got to give me your bucket list as far as the people that you want that you want to wrestle like now. Do you have like a almost like a if I can wave a magic wand, anybody like across the board, WWE, international, all that stuff. Do you have a do you have a bucket list that way as far as like a, a wish list? I've never even thought of it that way. I was always just thinking like who's around now? Like I Mickey James will always be my number one Mm -hmm. only like like I said, because she's my idol. Like literally she has inspired me so much like even in my wrestling like some of the things i do are paying homage to her so like mickey james is number one but mm-hmm. i've never even thought of like i would love to wrestle like may young and the fabulous moolah mm-hmm. and like just i don't know, like I, I feel like if i could bring back everybody i would want to wrestle every single one of them because that's just the like that's just how i think i'm just like i want to wrestle everybody i'll mm-hmm. wrestle anybody you know and now you did mention that you had a trial in Japan. Have you looked at doing um, stuff like um, in Mexico? I know they have some matches in Canada. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at doing stuff uh, in different places other than, other than the U.S.? Um, definitely. I really, really, really want to go to the U.K. Um, I just went to Canada for the first time. It was my first time using my passport, and I've had my passport for three years. <laughs> so when we went to Canada for impact tapings, that was my first time going to Canada and using my passport. Uh-huh. And they didn't even stamp it. Yeah, they don't. Wait, did you drive or you flew over? You got a stamp. Yeah, we we drove. Yeah, when you drive, it's when you fly. That's when you get the when you get the stamp. Yeah, so lame. I got really. I didn't even get a stamp. Can somebody send a stamp <laughs> to Kiera? Um, I think I think you can ask them for the stamp, but yeah, that's you. They don't give a stamp. That's so usually. I got a sticker somewhere once, and I was like, um, "Excuse me, oh, really? <laughs> this doesn't seem very official." Yeah. If you're trying to cross the border like illegally, or you're like running from the cops, that's the best way to get into Canada driving through. Yo, shout out, shout out, Canadian Just so you know. All right, that's what my escape plan. Thank you. <laughs> just, 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 just so you know. Um, so, 
I learned so much on the show. How to get into Canada. I tell you. Um, So now, have you been kind of talking to people for the UK? at all or um yeah i did something did fall through just recently um i might be going to mexico soon (laughs) um but i really want to go to the uk i still have i i'm even though that thing with japan fell through i still would like to go to japan Mm -hmm, with another company um i just want to be able to travel the world that was another thing getting into wrestling i really wanted to like experience different cultures and Mm -hmm. different things and i know wrestling would give me an opportunity to to travel and see different things but even when i travel in wrestling i don't stay places for very long so like i'm coming to california for bar wrestling um in july and i'm literally only there for like 20 hours pretty much like i don't get to see anything and i've always wanted to come to california yeah that's like one of my dream places to come and i literally i'm only there like just to wrestle well i mean see if you can extend because um we heard well, we heard that you're coming out for bar wrestling and i hit you, and for you guys who don't know i hit you up and it's like okay how long you be here she's like i'm leaving there the next day and i'm like so i mean see if you can extend your ticket a little bit and we could take you around we all we're we're in the hot spots like we know we I don't know anywhere cool, so you uh, could well, go with TK. Well, yeah. <laughs> to get are you, spots. Two, are you coming to the July 14th yeah. or the, the later mm-hmm. one? Yeah, July 14th. July 14th. Oh, nice. So we will be stalking you um, on, on, the, on that show for sure. Um, <laughs> well, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> oh, so oh, you won't see us. <laughs> oh, God. True stalker will never reveal the location. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. TK is out here. Put it on blast. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, So, as far as uh, inspiration, who's like your, so you said uh, Mickey James is like your main inspiration. Is there anybody in Impact Wrestling wrestling that you look at where you're just like, you know, you look at their stuff and not, you don't want to emulate them or copy them, but you're like, I, I like how their work ethic is. Um, Angelina Love was definitely like one of my favorite knockouts growing up. Like I just loved her like aggression and I loved her punky like rock style. I was really into that in like middle school. Um, but I just loved like her attitude and just the way that she worked and Angelina Love was definitely somebody I emulate, especially when I'm heel. Um, Molina is also a little bit in there when I am heel. Um, but the beautiful people as a faction as well mm. was something that I looked into. And of course, like Gail Kim, uh, uh, Brooke Tesswalker. I love, I've met Brooke a couple of times. I actually just met her at WrestleCon this past year. Um, and she, like, I swear we could be like booty twins or something. I always wanted to be in like a booty tag team. With <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Something you gotta have goals. I know. You something like that. You gotta you something gotta new you learn every day. Okay. So last question. Before, so what have you learned being in the industry? So you know how you kind of go through life and you're like, man, if I knew this then, what I know now, I would have, you know, might have done things a little bit different. some of the things that I feel like that I've messed up on are things that aren't entirely wrong like to the normal person but like wrestlers are just weird like some of the things that I feel like I've messed up on I feel like I shouldn't have gotten in trouble for in real life Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like I don't know specific I I can't remember like specific examples but like even thinking of some of the stuff that like I said I've gotten in trouble for or like gotten heat for I feel like are just things that people wouldn't normally get mad at. Mm. 
lessons learned. Indeed. Definitely. Yeah. It's it's like walking on eggshells in the wrestling world. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And now, do you have anything to say to your fans out there? I know you talk to them on social media, but, you know, just a little something to all your fans. I have the best fans in the world. I might not have a lot of them just yet, but, I mean, they are, like, the best fans in the world. They tweet me all different types of things. They send me amazing, like, pictures that they've done for me and fan art and I literally just have the best fans and they support me no matter what especially to that troll on Twitter <laughs> like my fans everybody was coming at that guy like my fans were so. on him like literally he was set on fire my fans set everybody on fire for me I like so it. I have the best fans in the world honestly well there you have it we have the girl on fire Kiara yeah. Hogan thank you so much and you look beautiful. She's yeah, like, she, she texts me. She's strong. like, I'm not wearing any makeup. It's like, girl, you fine. <laughs> just glowing. I look, so fresh. look at that. I natural know. Glow. I tell happen. you, enjoy <laughs> it. Because, you know, as you get really older, it's a whole different beast. When you actually, yeah. actually, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get another interview at your, before you get to your advanced age. Yeah, we got to interview you at 34. <laughs> you look like this. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you know, black don't crack. Yeah. So you, you probably still look like that. So, you, so. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will see you at Bar Wrestling. So. We definitely uh, will check you out. Yeah. Other than definitely. that, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. All right, Bye. she's so cute. And I mean, amazing. she'll see you. She ain't gonna see me. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, she best off mentality, man. <laughs> Wait, you won't be there. You won't no, be there. I won't be there on the 14th. There's a Ground Zero that same day. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I'm so sad. We'll we'll talk about Scheduling it later. Conflict. Scheduling conflict. You know, Sarah's super busy. Anywho, hit us with that. Uh, What's going down, Mr. Evan? Oh, man, this is my library time. It's library time. Yeah, yeah. All these after buzzes out here, y'all listen up. We are here at the network. We produce after shows, really, all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality, TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. Just ask me, TK, Sarah, the Rebs. Listen, but now we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more YouTube channels. Besides helping us a ton, here's what's in it for you. It caters some specific content you, that's already... that you already like directly to you. It brings your favorite after shows. You don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content for other channels or podcasts that might interest you. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we're sure you love. Since you're already tuned in to our show, you might be interested in our SmackDown after show, NXT, Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty, and a whole thing and a partridge and a pear tree, the whole kit and caboodle, the whole enchilada, everything else like that. And remember... We have our channels for other genres, too. Please don't be shy about subscribing to them, either. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be there. Optional. It's easy. Hit that subscribe button for an easier AfterBuzz experience and let us know that you did. In the comments, we'll shout you out on air, just like I do my man, Johan Pena. If you want to be on that level, subscribe. Joseph. Bosa. Dan. Jay Will. Oh, my goodness. Trini Boy. St oh, Star Drew. Well, see what I'm saying? That's what happens when you subscribe. You get the personal, personal touch from America's Chocolate Sweetheart. And if you add enough money, you might you actually take another button out. Yes, it, 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 it's all like, <laughs> That's how we raise the money for the show. We gotta listen. <laughs> we gotta get the little chart with color in the thermometer I ain't never to been, the next button. I ain't never been eye candy a day in my life, so all this is appreciated. Well, hey, apparently, yeah, like, day, I mean... A day in my life. That's why you acting out? Yeah. That's why you gotta act out, yeah. man. You gotta, you gotta show out sometimes. <laughs> but I appreciate you. Rosa was loving you. I love Rosa. Rosa's sweet, man, man. Rosa's... Katharina was loving you. Oh, the Brit. Shout out to the Brit. She don't eat meat, though, man. I'm like, come on, they don't eat meat, though. They eat vegetarians. These vegans, man. These vegans stress me listen, out. Listen, listen, think about it. Vegans but stress think me about out. It, though. But they leave more honey for you and more beef for you. They're, they're actually just leaving more I like that thought you. process. And yes, they'll live till like, 176 years old, and I'll die at 52. 
But because we got a honey crisis right I'm now. Still hating. We do though. Pete, mm-hmm. listen, don't sleep on the honey don't crisis. Sleep on it. But the vegans <laughs> are saving us. So thank you, vegans. You're people, welcome. People don't realize that honey crisis is actually real. <laughs> it's real. Now we know. <laughs> Speaking of honey, let's hit that star. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, it's not that important to me. Go. Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. Start, start. We got the start. Do we got it? Do we have the music? Yeah. Cue the music, DJ. Do we have music? Yeah. Yeah. Our Women's Wrestling Star of the Week is Ginny, also known as Ginny Couture. She's an English wrestler who was recently seen in the WWE United Kingdom tournament. Unfortunately, in the four-way, she was injured, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Ginny got her start as the first female graduate of Progress Wrestling's dojo. Uh, I want to tell you all the name of the dojo because it's the Projo, and that's kind of my favorite thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Um, She wrestled her first match in 2015, so very new to the game to be getting to WWE. It's really awesome. She quickly made a name for herself as one of the trailblazing women wrestlers of England. She's one of the people having like the first women's matches that were highly ranked when people go back and and rank the matches. So a big trailblazer, doing a lot of great stuff. Um, Like we said, unfortunately, in the Fatal 4 way she was injured had to be escorted to the back wow. and it was turned into a three-way but i'm really hopeful that we're going to see more of her in nxt and that we get to see her back so here's hoping for a speedy recovery yeah. and my recommended match originally was a match she had with tony storm back in the day but it has been taken off of youtube Ooh. so now i'm going to recommend her match versus jimmy havoc at riptide wrestling you can find it on youtube it's an intergender match and they go hard word up thank you so much of course start a week <laughs> Maybe we need an outro song. I know. What do you, you flavor flavor? Listen, listen. No, no. Uh, That's what we'll play at the end. That Somebody black. clip that. He's like, he's like extra, he's like extra um, Thank you so much. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, you guys, we know there's a lot of podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, if you are listening to us, to us on iTunes, five stars. If it's anything less, just don't bother. Um, iTunes, um, or sorry, YouTube, we are reading your comments. I didn't read them last I'll be responding to them, too, though. Okay, so one of us. I'll on be doing that for like three days. <laughs> reading the comments. I forgot this week. I mean, it was Carnival this week. I just, if you follow me on Instagram, I was lit and drunk. So other stuff to do. And yeah. covered in bejewels. And covered in oh, yeah, bejewels. She was bedazzled like yeah, mug, it man. Was, it was, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go on my She's all be another shirt. She was all bedazzled like a mug. So definitely iTunes. Um, follow us on um, IG and Twitter, WPW Weekly. Um, we have been uh, we have been okayed for a season two of WPW <laughs> Word. That was a DJ sound. Y'all know what that is. That fan, 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 fan. Y'all know that's it. Well, let me listen, man. I feel like it was really clear. I, yeah. Not everybody knows about that sound right there. Not everybody knows. Damn. <laughs> so season two, uh, I'm already prepping for it. We have guests lined up for the rest of this month and August. A lot of great guests. Um, other than that, where can everybody find you, fine people? You can find me in the, um, Sarah the Rebel everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I don't know. Your mom's house. Wherever you want to find me. Sarah the Rebel starts an H because that's the only way to spell it. Spelled as the way as the, the God intended. Mm-hmm. And the God in, in the, the Bible, Bible intended. It. You can have an I or an H. That's, that's, that's it. And she likes orange <laughs> soda. <laughs> Yo, it's your boy. I'm Evan T. Mac. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Yo, holla at me. Yo, Pena. What up? Jalapeno. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, other than that, you can find me on everything. Canadian Assassin. Um, at TK Trinidad. Uh, all that good stuff for you. So we will check you out uh, next week. Word. Ciao. Bye. Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek. Producer TK Trinidad and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling. We ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. 
you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week.